Okay, welcome to TNT Sports Talk. Uh, today is Tuesday, May 22nd. Um, I am your host, Truman Karczewski. Travis is once again gone, uh, so look for the better show today. Um, I know I said last week when I was just me and a guest that it would be a shorter show and it turned out to be one of our longer shows. Um, I, I think that'll be probably the same thing today. Uh, well, I'll say it's a shorter show, but it'll turn out to be a longer show. Um, but I'm joined in studio today by uh, Jacob Shoemaker, Shoe, as we call him. How's it going, guys? Uh, he's been here before, uh, big Michigan fan, big sports Detroit. Um, he knows what he's talking about, so we're going we're gonna to jump right into it. Uh, it's, we're going to start with the basketball updates. Um, the playoffs are starting to get interesting. Um, in the East, you have the Celtics and the Cavs. They're tied 2-2. Um, you know, we talked last week, Celtics were up 2-0 in dominating fashion. Uh, that Celtics looked like they could possibly take down the Cavs um, on their way to the finals. And um, Yeah. But now uh, it's it's looking like the Cavs are back. Um, you know they've they've won the two games here uh, in Cleveland in the Quicken Loans Arena by dominating fashion. LeBron has looked like the best player in the world. Like as he, he is, he looks like as usual. Um, he's putting up 40 a game, and he seems to be literally putting the entire team, city of Cleveland, on his back as usual, and just carrying them to the finals. Um, he passed uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as the uh, postseason leader in field goals made um, which is a huge accomplishment um, you know it's just one of those things that he just keeps climbing the leaderboards in nearly every stat category and you know that Jordan and versus LeBron debate keeps getting more interesting um, which as a LeBron hater that you know kind of hurts me a little bit but that series just getting more interesting um, you know I think I don't know if the home court is that's what's being the difference right now. If that's the difference, then the Celtics have the home court advantage because they, they, they do have Game 7 in their house. But maybe that's it. Maybe it's just the Cavs have figured it out. Um, but I don't know. You know, I think Brad Stevens, um, the coach of the Celtics, he's not going to go down easily. Um, he's going to get back in the lab with a couple days off, and he's going to find out why they've been, you know, they've looked so poor in the past two games. Um, but... I think that's the same thing with the Cavs, though. Uh, LeBron, he's going to pick the Cavs up as they are right now. They have the momentum, and, you know, it's going to be tough to take that momentum away from them. Um, I said Cavs in six, I think, earlier when we made our predictions. Um, I would probably, I'm going to stick with that right now. Uh, the Cavs just look like they have the momentum, and I think the momentum is just too hard to steal away from LeBron. Um, and then you have in the West, 2-1 uh, Warriors. Uh, they played a night in Golden State. Um, that series, obviously the one everyone's been waiting for, uh, just seems like it's, it's, it's really cool. The star power on the floor for both teams at the same time is like amazing. It's like another all-star game pretty much. It, it is another all-star game, you know, but you know, that game three, I didn't see it. Um, but you know, it was in Golden State, you know, Steph Curry, uh, you know, he's such a humble guy, but you know, he, he came out, you know, apparently he was just in the zone. You know, he said it, it was, you know, he screamed, this is my effing house, and just went, he said he blacked out after he said that. He just was in the absolute zone, and the Warriors were on fire. Um, you know, it just, when they're in Golden State, just seems like they're tough to beat, and they have the home court advantage right now because they beat uh, Houston in, in Houston once. Uh, so, if, I don't know how Houston's going to steal a game in that place, but those those fans, you know, they're one of the best in the league. You know, they have a right to be loud because their team is by far the best um, in years, like, in forever. Uh, so, I don't know. It's just going to be tough for Houston to steal a game there. Um, and I think this series is just going to have to – is leaning towards a Golden State 
um, back to the finals once again. Uh, you know, they play against, once again, I say they play again tonight. Uh, I think Golden State takes it tonight because, uh, you know, just in Golden State, like I said, the home court advantage is too tough. Uh, then the then the series would be three one and then that's just too tough with all the star power and the good co- and the great coaching that Golden State has I think coming back from a three one lead um, would be way too tough for Houston especially I mean, having I, mean, I, I think Cleveland said it a couple years ago but we all know how that turned out <laughs> yeah I, I I get that but you know Kevin Durant he's he's the difference I I would believe uh, nowadays uh, so I, I think that series is leaning towards Golden State um, I think the opportunity the Rockets were to have to steal that game game three in Golden State and take a 2-1 lead, but they weren't able to do that. And now Golden State has momentum, um, staying at home, you know, with the second-best player in the world in Kevin Durant. And Steph Curry looks like he's playing lights out. Uh, so I think Golden State's going to take that. I think that's going to be six games um, as well. So right now I, I have the Cavs and Celtics back in the finals. Um, or Cavs and, Cavs and Warriors, uh, Warriors back go, in the buddy. finals. Um which to me, I don't like to see. I don't mind the Warriors. I hate the Cavs, but I I don't want to see their them play again in the finals. But it's looking like we're we're, we're leaning towards that again. Um, now on to hockey. Um, I'm gonna let Shu take this a little bit because we we bring him in for hockey a lot. Uh, but I'll I'll update you. The Las, the Las Vegas Golden Knights are headed to the Stanley Cup. Um, that's amazing. Like I say, coolest story in sports in my opinion. Um, they were able to take down the uh, Winnipeg Jets. Um, they're waiting on a game seven between the Capitals and Lightning um, coming up here soon. That's gonna be really good. That'll be good. Um, Ovechkin, can he finally get over the hump? Um, but the winner of that uh, will await the uh, Golden Knights in the Stanley Cup. And obviously, like you said, the Golden Knights are going to the finals, which for the first season being as a pro team in the NHL is just absolutely astounding. Congrats to them. Congrats to their owner, all the players. They've it's an incredible feat, it really is. But also, big congrats to the uh, Winnipeg Jets. They had a great season. I think that, I mean, with Vegas getting as high as they were and with all they had to play for in their first season and all the hopes that people had, they just had so much more momentum than the Jets did, even though the Jets were a fantastic team. I'm still of the opinion that whoever won that series beat the Jets, but now we know it's the Knights, will win over the East because although Tampa, I think, is stronger than uh, Washington – I just don't see them coming out as hot as they can be against uh, the Knights. J- just because, like I said, the Knights have so much to play for. And if they do end up winning it all, that will be, if not the greatest story in sports, top three easy. That's a that's a movie. It's a movie. It really <laughs> is. I don't know. I just think... I just think, like, if Washington wins, everyone everyone kind of cheers for... I, I don't know about you, Shu, but everyone kind of cheers for Ovechkin. Even if you don't like him, because all he does is take uh, shots in the blue line at, for, like, twice and do a line change, which, realistically, that's all he's there for. <laughs> he's still a lovable guy. I yeah, mean. I don't really even know why I love him, but he's a, <laughs> uh, he's a star, um, and he hasn't got over that hump yet. So that's a story to root for if, you're, if you want to look at that. But... Las Vegas, they have um the America, they have everybody in America's heart. Yeah, they like they're just the story that I want to see. Um, you know, I just think that's crazy. You know, and I don't mean to get all like, you know, kind of emotional, but like even the stuff that went on like in Las Vegas with the shooting way before the NHL season. You know, they kind of took to that, and the fans took to them um as a representative. Um, and everyone kind of came together. That's that's another thing you can root for. Um, 
But I don't know. I just think Las Vegas is the cool story right now. They're too hot. They have everybody's hearts, um, unless you're a Capitals or Lightning fan. But I, I, I'm, I'm fully on the Knights um, bandwagon here. But uh, I wouldn't mind see Ovechkin get that ring. Yeah, I, I'd love to see at least a Capitals. Uh... Capitals Knights final, if nothing else. Yeah, and I don't mind the Lightning. I know you don't really. really I don't. Like, li- no, I'm not. No, I'm not, not a Tampa guy. No, I, and I don't mind them. But I, I think everyone, most people, unless you're, of course, you're a Lightning fan, are rooting for a Capitals Knights uh, Stanley Cup. I will say this though, although I'm not a Lightning fan, I love Vasilevsky. He's a hell of a goalie, and if they do go to the finals, he deserves that win because he he is good. He's playing lights out. Yeah. So we're gonna move on. Um, keep close. You know, Game Seven to go to the Stanley Cup. That's for sure. Even me as a casual hockey fan, that's something I'll be watching because that's amazing. Any Game 7, but it's especially a Game 7 hockey. Hockey playoffs. To Oof. go to the Stanley Cup. Um, so much on the line there. So we'll be watching that, and the uh, Golden Knights can sit back on their couch and relax and await the winner. Um, so we're going to move on to football, but before that, um, another, um, another day, another show. D's is still. Um, we're presented by D's. Home Cuts, um, and it's just a reminder that our show is brought to you by Dee's Home Cuts. It's the best place around Northeast Ohio for a great haircut at a low price. Um, for only $7, Dee's Home Cuts will provide you with a modern haircut with styling. Um, Shu and I have been getting our haircut at Dee's for the last couple months, let me tell you, we have never looked or felt better. Every time you go into a shop, you can tell you're getting a professional cut. The cuts also get better each time you go because Dee's is always upgrading their equipment um, so they can give you the best haircut possible. You can find these home cuts on Twitter at Dom's Home Cuts. DM him for an appointment, and trust me, you will not be disappointed. These home cuts, professional haircuts at a low price. Um, I'm sh- sure, Shu, you want to say anything about these? Oh, uh, it's a fantastic experience. He he's a true friend and an even better barber. So. Yes, I agree. Um, you know, everyone around here seems to be getting their haircuts by him. So if you get a chance, please give him a try. Um, definitely check him out. Uh, so. Uh, oh, baseball. We're going to go to baseball. Shoot. What would I do without you? Uh, that's why I'm here. <laughs> I'm the best. Whatever. Um, so, for baseball, uh, I want to go a little talk about um, the Brewers. It's not on what Travis wanted me to talk about, but <laughs> I, I want to talk about them. Here They're on fire right now. <laughs> um, you know, they beat the Diamondbacks last night. Um, they came home from Minnesota. Um, it was one of the best road trips that I can remember as a Brewers fan in a long time. Um, They're first in their division. I think right now they're, it's just off the top of my head, 29 and 18. Um, but let me let me just tell you something. Let me just tell you something about the Brewers. For years and years, I have sat here and watched them rebuild. You know, they they've went to the playoffs in 2011, and that was kind of like the peak. You know, I, I, I thought they were going to, you know, go all the way. And this was going to be a team that, you know, we had Ryan Braun, Fritz, Prince Fielder, um, you know, this was going to be the team that was going to, you know, take charge and rule the MLB for years to come. Didn't happen. Ryan Braun got caught for steroids or whatever the hell you want to say. Prince Fielder faltered, and the Brewers went into a rebuild a few years later. You know, they had their rebuild. They had a few seasons where they were somewhat competitive. Um, but, you know, I just, this is the year, you know, they got Christian Yelich in the offseason. Um, they've got young talent, you know, Travis Shaw, you know, we brought him in as kind of a veteran leader last season. Um, he's hitting, he's hitting lights out. He hit lights out last season as well. Um, you know, young talent like Orlando Arcio, Arcia, Domenico Santana, um, you know, and like I said, Christian Yelich, 
Lorenzo Cain, the outfield, he's another veteran leader who just seems to get better with age. Um, you know, the rotation, you know, it's not where I want it to be, but it's getting better. Um, you know, Chase Anderson, he's a good pitcher. Uh, you know, Freddie Peralta, you know, he's the young guy who came up I talked about last week. Uh, he pitched another great game. Uh, so these are the things that the pieces are starting to come together for Craig Council and the Brewers. Um, they come to Cleveland in two weeks, uh, June 5th and June 6th. Um, I'll be at both games. Um, I'm excited to see that. I'm excited to see this team. I just wanted to slight brag a little bit, um, but I'll stop. Uh, but that's that's who I'll talk about. I'm, I mean, I'd start bragging too, but I'm a Tigers fan. We're like 20 and 27, so I'm just going to go ahead and pipe down about that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're going to move on to the home run derby picks. Shu's going to give me a couple of his. All right, uh, I'm going to go with – all right, I like Giancarlo Stanton just because, I mean, what, what, did he, what he won last year, didn't he? Uh, did he win? No, he won a key couple years ago. I know he won one in a in a couple years. I don't ago. know, but I like John Carlos Stanton. Uh, to me, he's my personal. I don't know why. I just had a strong liking to him. So, what about you? What's your first? What's your first favorite? Um, I you know, I talk about Stanton. I love Stanton. Um, you know, he just he's like the New York. Um, he went to New York obviously this off season. Um, he's he's you know New York's playing good. Um, he's hitting the ball well. He's kind of one of those guys that is always a safe pick. Uh, I think. He's gonna go. I don't. Um. I don't know where the All Star game is this year, but um. You look. You can look that up for me. Um. He might be. Has the has it come out yet? It hasn't come out yet. Who's gonna be in it? But he seems like always. He's always gonna be in the um. Uh, home run derby. Uh, so he's a safe pick. You know, he's one of my favorite players. Um. And it's gonna be new. You know, he's gonna be in the New York uniform, which is different this year. Uh. At the home run derby. Um. Another one. You know. I don't know if Bryce Harper. Um. Is gonna participate. Um, but he's, you know, he's a fancy player. He's got that personality, um, you know, that you just kind of love and take to. It's in uh, D.C. Yeah. Oh, it is in D.C. It's in D.C. So there, there you have it. Bryce Harper, maybe. <laughs> Bryce Harper, you know, he's a he's a Nationals player. Um, you know, the fans love him there. Um, you know, it's going to come out. You know, I know free agency might hit free agency in a couple um, this offseason. But that's, that's a, you know, he's been hitting the lights out the ball. The Nationals are one of the hottest teams in the league. So that's, you know. You always want to pick, you know, fan favorite and, you know, kind of the home hometown pick. Uh, so Bryce Harper could be one. I hope he participates. Some players don't participate. Uh, star I don't know players. why he wouldn't. It's... Yeah, it's fun. Um, some star players don't, though. Uh, but I don't know. So you say John Carlos Stanton, um, if he plays. Um, I would pick Bryce Harper with the um, information now that it's in D.C. Just because it's the hometown pick and it's Bryce Harper. Um, we're going to move on now to football. Um, uh, the... Nothing's really going on right now. OTAs have started. Um, you know, this is kind of interesting because now the rookies, you know, they get to see the veterans. Um, you know, they get to see, you know, the Aaron Rodgers, the Tom Brady's, the uh, the older guys, how they perform, how they practice, um, how they prepare. Uh, so this is this is a good time for the rookies and a good time for everyone, um, for the veterans to see the rookies and see who they're going to be working with for the next um, years, oh, yeah. years to come. Uh, so... This is where they first kind of meet as well. Um, we're going to talk about our Offensive Rookie of the Year picks. Um, Shu, I'll let you start. All right. I'm going to go, okay, this, this, this is conditional. This is, this is if the Giants O-line plays like an average O-line. If they play anything above that, great. But if they play at least average, I think Saquon takes Rookie of the Year. Just because of how he's played, if he has a somewhat okay O-line, he'll rush for 2,000 easy. Easy. Yeah, that's a safe pick. Um, I think Saquon, you know, I, I loved him when he was coming out, um, and we talked before the draft. I think he's the safest safest prospect in this draft. Um, 
you know, that's an easy pick. That would probably be my pick for Offensive Rookie of the Year, uh, just because it's the safe pick. Another one that I would look at, though, is um, Christian Kirk. Um, he's a wide receiver picking the second round for the Cardinals. Um, I know the Cardinals kind of have a, you know, quarterback controversy, but... You know, the quarterbacks that they have, when they're healthy, they're good. You know, you got Josh Rosen, the young guy. I think he's going to be a very good player in the NFL. Um, he can be good, and that combination can be good for years to come if he starts the season. I don't think he's going to. Then you have Sam Bradford. Um, you know, he's very injury-prone. His knees are <laughs> he's basically very, very fragile. Yes. But when he's playing, he's honestly one of the better quarterbacks in the league. And no one can tell me that he's not because he's, you know, he's set records for completion percentage. Um you know, when he was on the Vikings, you know, he looked very good. I don't think he's going to be able to stay healthy more than five games. Um, but when he's healthy, he's good, and he can throw the ball around, spread it around. You know, their receiving core, they have Larry Fitzgerald. Um, but I just think they're going to look more to that younger target. They're starting to rebuild, um, and I think he can have a big season. I love them coming out. Um, so watch for him. But I would say probably the safest pick is uh, Saquon Barkley. Um, I, I would have. I'm going to say this. I would have given it to uh, Sonny Michelle out of Georgia if he went anywhere but the Patriots just because of the Patriots system offense. Yeah, because he won't he won't pad stats. He, w- there. he won't pad stats there. So if he went anywhere anywhere else, I would say Sony Michelle would probably be my pick. Yeah, and then you know, maybe someone in Cleveland, maybe Nick Chubb. But Doubtful, you know, but Carl, okay. You know, Carl Carl high, um he's kinda that's a that's a packed backfield um there in Cleveland. Um and it's the Browns. It's the Browns. Uh, but so then we're gonna move to the defensive rookie of the year pick. Uh Shu, I'll let you start with that. Uh, again. I'm gonna go with my Michigan boy, Oakland Raiders, Maurice Hurst. He slipped in the draft to I believe the fifth round, I wanna say. Fifth or sixth, I think fifth. Uh and he was an absolute steal for the Raiders. All, the only reason he slipped was because of his heart condition, which they cleared. We talked about previously in uh TNT, but I think that from what you look at his like stats in college and how well he performed in the Big Ten, which is known for having the best O-lines in the entire mm-hmm. NCAA, and getting double-teamed every play. For his stats being that good and him slipping that far, he'll be a sleeper, he'll come out hot, and I think that he, although there's a, the guys like Bradley Chubb or other just absolute studs that went the first round, he, uh, Maurice Hurst will be, I think, he'll surprise people and he'll probably come out defensive rookie of the year. That's that's a bold pick, but bold, I, know, I, know. I, I would expect that from your Michigan. Um, well, you're going to pick a Wisconsin boy? But, no, I, I won't, <laughs> but um, for my defensive rookie of the year, I'm going to pick a little bit safer. It sounds so basic because I just picked Saquon Barkley <laughs> and now I'm going to pick... I'm going to say Bradley Chubb. Yeah. Um, you know, he went to the um, Denver Broncos. Um, I just feel like him being paired with Von Miller is scary. That pass rush ability from both ends, um, you know, with uh, Shane Ray, um, you know, I don't know if he's going to come back um, and be healthy and be, you know, the same. But they're just – but their f- teams are going to have to focus on Von Miller because he's the best pass rusher in the league. And when you have that focus, but then you also have the fifth pick in the draft who is one of the best pass rushers to come out in a while, and Bradley Chubb on the other side, you know, that's crazy. Um, I just don't know if you're going to be able to give a double team to both sides. So I think, you know, one one is going to have to command the double team, which probably be Von Miller because obviously he's Von Miller. Um, and then you're going to see a lot of one-on-ones for Bradley Chubb, and that's scary. So I think his sack total can just be padded. Another one, another kind of basic pick is Denzel Ward for Cleveland. Um, you know, and we don't like Ohio State right now on the no. show without Travis here. But, you know, they do commit. They do have good corners come out. Um, and, you know, I think Cleveland's defense is going to improve. Um, and Denzel Ward was one of the players I really liked. 
uh, coming out of the draft. So, you know, there's always possibility for him. And then I got to give a shout out to my Green Bay boys, uh, Jari Alexander and Josh Jackson. They're great corners, and I think in Green Bay in this new system, they have a chance. Um, but that's just me being biased. I'll, I'll also say this. Another sleeper, possibly. Minka Fitz, not really a sleeper, I guess. But Minka Fitzpatrick, before the draft, people were saying, oh, he might go first overall. He's this good. He's so good. But he slipped to 11th to the Dolphins, which I think was kind of strange, but whatever. He's good. for When he was for, uh, when he played for Alabama, he was very good. Played very high levels because, obviously, it's Alabama, and they're just stupid good because of Nick Saban. But regardless, I think that Minka Fitzpatrick could also yeah, be better than that, people think. That's that's another that's another pick, good pick. <laughs> um, for and then we're gonna move on to our thirty-two teams and thirty-two shows. Um, today we're gonna start with um, the AFC East, and we're gonna start with the Bills. Um, you know, this is another interesting team. I feel like we're having these painfully mediocre teams over and over again. <laughs> over and over and over. Um, but this is another team. You know, they made the playoffs last year. It was a really cool story. That I can't stop watching their locker room after, you know, Andy Dalton made that big play and, you know, they got into the playoffs as the sixth seed. Um, but then they got to the playoffs and they put up the most Bills performance ever. <laughs> they lost the game, I think, 10-3 to um, against the Jaguars, and they were one and done. But this year, we're, you're going to see a different Bills team. Um, <laughs> Debatable. You'll yeah, see a different. It may not be see, better. You'll see a different team, but it'll be like the same outcome, I believe. Um, <laughs> different route to the same destination. Yes, right. yes. There you go. Um, you know, you still have LaShawn McCoy at running back. Um, I think he's one of the better running backs in the league. I love him. He's a good fantasy pick when we get out with that stuff. Um, at, he's the workhorse of this offense. They are going to work around him this season um, as usual. Uh, but... The offensive line has gotten dreadfully worse. Um, Richie Incognito retired. Um, they moved uh, Glenn, their left tackle, over to Cincinnati. Um, they've they're just a lot of moving pieces. I don't know if they improved that in the draft because they didn't do anything in the first round to improve it. Uh, so Lashawn McCoy's gonna have a lot tougher time, I believe, finding holes. Um, so his stats might decrease, even though he's one of the better better running backs in the game. On the outside. I couldn't, off the top of my head, really tell you one of the Bills' receivers. They don't have a good receiving core. Um, you know, they have the young quarterback in Josh Allen, but they haven't provided him with talent I'll, on the I'll, outside. I'll, I'll get back to that when you finish whatever you're talking about. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, they don't really have the talent on the outside for these young quarterbacks in A.J. McCarron and Josh Allen. Um, then you look on the defensive side. Uh, it's a good defense. You know, they have a good defensive line all over the place. Um, you know, they've always been a consistent defense, um, especially with the um, head coach over there. Uh, what's his name? Look his name up. Bill's head coach. Oh, okay. uh, he was the defensive coordinator for the Panthers. Uh, so he's a defensive-minded head coach. Uh, so their defense is always going to be good. I've always seen good defenses in Buffalo. Sean McDermott. Sean McDermott. Um, so he's a good head coach over there. Uh, but I just think it's more of the same. Um, then the big question is the quarterback position. You have A.J. McCarron and you have Josh Allen. A.J. McCarron has looked good in flashes when he's played in the NFL with Cincinnati. Um, I thought he's better than Andy Dalton. I thought he could have been um, the starter there. But he moved on this offseason, and the Bills gave him a contract. Um, very, very little contract. Um, wasn't very much money. I thought he could have commanded more. Uh, but that's what he got, and the Bills gave him it. Then you look in the seventh overall pick in the draft, they picked Josh Allen. This guy has a lot of question marks surrounding him. A lot of question marks. The man has more questions than answers. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I understand there was... Not not every quarterback is going to be everything you want. I understand that. But when you have to look to... What do you call him? Wyoming? It was Wyoming. Wyoming, yeah. Wyoming, to a quarterback whose best ability 
is couple step drop and just heave it as far as you can and hope somebody catches it. I don't understand how that was first round to people. I still I still don't get it. I, nothing against the kid. I as a person I like the kid. Yeah, he's as a good guy. A good, you know those tweets were a little questionable. Those but, tweets are questionable, yeah. But but he's a good guy. You know, he seems like a good guy. But around his play, there's a lot of question marks because like like you said, like they are banking a lot on a big arm. A lot on a big arm. And if like, like you said earlier, with wide with a wide receiver core, you couldn't even mention a name. How are you expecting them to just run post routes and him just heave? That doesn't work in the NFL. Like a, a lot of people are saying, you know, he's he's he has to sit for two years. He cannot see the playing field. Oh, God no. Because he needs to sit in an offense. I I couldn't tell you who the Bills' offense coordinator is, but he needs to sit into an offense um, with a system for the same two years. It's it's a it's an interesting system there in Buffalo. Um, you know, they picked up last year when Sean McDermott came in. They picked up two fullbacks um, off the free agency market. Um, <laughs> they, they were, they said that we're going to run the ball with LaShawn McCoy and that's going to be our offense. We're going to, we're going to, you know, let Tyrod Taylor, when he was there, you know, run outside and, you know, throw short passes, but the offense is going to run around, run around the run game, basically. <laughs> um, pretty much, you know, LaShawn McCoy, he's the best player the Bills have had in a while in that offense. Um, you know, so now are they going to change that? Um, I don't know if they are, but you know, Josh Allen, he's going to have to sit behind you know, A.J. McCarron, um, I think it's going to be McCarron, uh, and he's going to let him, you know, work the offense. A.J. McCarron's perfect for this offense because he seems like the type of guy who's just going to be serviceable enough to hand the ball off and be a Bills quarterback, basically. Um, but I think, you know, Allen's interesting, but I think he's going to have to sit this year, so I can't put him into the record predictions. But like you said, it's a lot to bank on a big arm. It's, yeah, I don't. There was so many better options that they could have jumped at. For, yeah, you know, I like Rosen, um, but... I can get why they didn't like Rosen. He seemed kind of arrogant when he was... He did, he did. He but, seemed kind of arrogant, but I mean, you kind of want that he, QB. He's more NFL-ready than Josh Allen is. 100%. 100% yes. concur with that statement. Yeah, so we'll see what they can do. What, what, what's your record prediction? My record prediction for the Bills this year is going to be 8-8. Eight and eight. The most basic, basic, basic record for the Bills. I'm gonna, They're going to miss the playoffs... Um, I think, but I do like AJ McCarron. Um, I do like LaShawn McCoy. Um, I like the defense and I like Sean McDermott, but the offensive line got dreadfully worse. I can't really name you a player on the outside playing wide receiver for them. And that's kind of a big yeah. issue. If, yeah. If, if you drafted a guy with a big arm and have no wide receivers, you're not doing anything. Yeah. Bad offensive so, line. uh, I, I'm going to stick with eight and eight. Um, you know, they're going to miss the playoffs after their kind of magical, um, season making the playoffs. Uh, so I'm gonna stick with eight and eight. I think they're, I think they're getting better though. I love Sean McDermott. If they truly believe Josh Allen's someone to build around, um, and they've got they've got a couple years to build around him, and maybe their future their future is looking bright. Um, but they gotta get better on the offensive line. They gotta get some targets for um, Josh Allen in the future, and we'll see what happens. I'm I'm gonna go my record prediction. I'm gonna go one. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go seven and nine. I don't I don't think they can hit eight and eight. Like I just it's a it's the Bills. I see that. Yeah, it's, it's the, the Bills. Bills. Yeah, um, a lot of teams. I think you could chalk that up to, it's this, it's the Browns, it's the yeah, Bills. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna be that way. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so eight and eight, seven and nine. Those are our record predictions over here. Um, in TNT, well, TNS today. TNS today. But, but uh, so we're gonna move on to our question and answer. But first, we're gonna um, read our A's Lawn Service ad. Um, our show is also brought to you by A's Lawn Service. Uh, since 2014, A's has been providing professional landscaping services to many homes around Northeast Ohio. By using professional equipment, Ace constantly strives to provide families with the professional landscaping at a low fair price. Are you tired of being dragged around uh, by bigger landscaping companies? I know I, know I am. <laughs> 
Turn to A's and trust me, your lawn and your home will never look better. Trust A's for all your landscaping needs and trust me, you'll never be disappointed. The phone number is 330-241-2392 and the email is lawnservice.a's at gmail.com. A's Lawn Lawn Service, you grow it, we cut it. All right, moving on to the question and answer. Um, The first one we have is, is Tim Tebow ever going to be called up to majors? No. (laughs) No. I'm just going to say it, no. And this this is talent based hell no, but there's there is a chance that the Mets could call him up, and I honestly the Mets could call him up just for ticket prices one day. That yeah, like that. they could call him up just to get the fans out there because it would be one of the one of the most watched sports events in a while. Um, it would be all over the TV. He'd go like zero two, wouldn't hit. Anything. Yeah, he wouldn't hit anything. He he's horrible. But um, but I could see him just for that reason getting called up. But if you're just going off talent, no. There's just no chance in hell. Very, very passionate about this. Yeah, because, listen, he's not he, – in double-A, um, like we said, we saw me and uh, Brian and Travis saw him play um, here in Akron a couple weeks ago. Um, I don't think he got a hit. Um, he's still – I think he's batting under 200. I might be wrong on that. Um you know, he's got a little bit of a power behind him, but he's that's about it. Close um, that swing. Yeah, and if you're batting, you know, barely 200 in double-A ball, um, I don't even know if you'll get the triple-A ball. Uh, <laughs> and that's that's a big issue. But like I said, there is the chance that, you know, just based off his name, they could bring him up just for ticket prices and TVs. Um, you know, it would be all over the television. I think that... The route he should have gone was either A, stay with broadcasting, because I mean he wasn't he wasn't a terrible. Broadcaster, no, he was he was a good broadcaster. Or B, go to the Canadian League. Yeah, because if you, if you if you can't stay in the NFL and you go to the Canadian League, it just shows that you want you want to play ball. You want you want to play football. You have yeah, a yeah. passion for it. So when that doesn't happen, you're just like, well, guess I'll try baseball. I mean, didn't he play? Yeah, he played baseball in high school, right? It was either high probably school, high school. Yeah, yeah. He, played, he played baseball early on, but like it just kind of shows that. He didn't have that. You made it to the NFL. You gotta have passion for it. But he didn't have that drive to keep going. Yeah. Determination. So if you didn't have it there, it's kind of like Jordan switching to golf. I mean, it's not. It's it's. it's it not. ain't your sport, bud. Yeah. I mean, like yeah, like you said, Jordan's. But like Jordan, he went to baseball. Um, you know, and you know that was interesting. But that was Michael Jordan. It was Michael Jordan. Yeah. Still. You know, he played for the White Sox there. Um, you know, and then he went back to basketball and kind of finished his career. Uh, you know, he was one of the best athletes of all time. And that was interesting. Um, Tim Tebow, he was not successful in football. He was not. You know, he was not. You know, Travis, he's a big Tim Tebow guy. He would argue that he was successful, but he wasn't. <laughs> he did. Um, okay, Travis. Yeah, but, you know, it's just, you know, I don't know. It's a no for me um, based yeah. on talent because uh, he's not good. He's not a good baseball <laughs> player. Um, I liked him as a broadcaster, even though he kind of dissed on Wisconsin a few times. Um, but... I, I think he should have stayed with that. Um, and then, you know, like you said, maybe the Canadian Football League, but he's not a good baseball player. Um, next question we had sent in was, who's the best offensive offense and defense in the NFL? Um, I'll let you start with this one. Uh, bet, all right, for, I'm going to start with actually best defense. Best defense, I'm going to go Jags. After last year, I mean, they just they, – I don't know what they did in a year, but they just looked incredible. All over. Too. I don't know if it was because like, they improved the offense, so that gave – people more room to improve i don't know what they did but it was just absolutely outstanding uh their secondary is stupid good aj boy and jalen ramsey mm-hmm. uh their defensive line is great saxonville obviously 
I just I, I don't know what they did, but they're I think it will continue into this year with their defense. I don't know if their offense will have the same put out. It's cause, I mean, it's Blake Bortles, obviously. God, Blake Bortles. Yeah. But I don't know if their offense is going to be able to do the same stuff they were able to do this year, but their defense, I think, is just incredible. What about you? Um, For offense, uh, you know, the Los Angeles Rams, um, you know, they add a lot. Uh, you know, Jared Goff, he can, you know – Keep it up, you know. He had a touchdown interception ratio of 28 to 7 last season. If he can, you know, take that next step, um, you know, with weapons like Brandon Cooks, um, you know, with Sammy Watkins gone, that's okay. But Brandon Cooks is there. Um, you know, Cooper Cup, I love those guys. You know, I, I love Todd Gurley. You know, he might be the best running back in the game. Um, he's one of, the, you know, he's great. He's a great running back, great safety blanket for um, Jared Goff to turn to. Um, their offensive line is good and only getting better. Um, so that's a team that you know you look at. Um, another team, I you know the Packers. Uh, you know when you have Aaron Rodgers, you're immediately a top five you, offense. You put Aaron Rodgers on any okay. Although obviously I'm not gonna let you brag about the about Aaron Rodgers for all the time you can. You put Aaron Rodgers on any team, they're gonna be immediately better. You yeah. Put Aaron Rodgers on the Bills, maybe they make the playoffs. Yeah. Like. Yeah. But Aaron Rodgers immediately makes the Packers a top five <laughs> offense. And I and you know Devontae Adams, he's a great receiver. Randall Cobb, great slot receiver. Um, they have a bunch of young targets that I love, and one of them is going to step up um, into that kind of that third receiver role. You know, the running backs, Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, those they looked very, very promising. Um, and then an offensive line that I think is extremely underrated. I think it's top 10 in the NFL. Um, you know, David Bakhtiari, I think, you know, their left tackle, I think he's one of the best left tackles in the game. Um, you know, the only question mark might be that right side, um, right guard, right tackle. Um, some people coming back from injuries. Um, and some young players um, playing there. But I think the, you have to look at the Packers there. And then, you know, you got the Saints, uh, Drew Brees. Once Mark Ingram comes back and they have that two-headed monster of um, Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram back. Um, and then, you know, the outside, Michael Thomas. Um, that's always a scary offense. Um, and defensively, I you know, you hit it right on the head, uh, Jacksonville. Um, I love Jacksonville. Their secondary is one of the best secondaries of all time. You know, their defensive line is scary. Clay Campbell is, is a man-possessed. Um so you got to look at Jacksonville there. Um, you know, also, you know, I hate to say it, you know, Minnesota's got a great defense. They do. Um, but, you know, even though they faltered against the uh, in the NFC Championship game. But then you also have to look both sides, offensively, defensively. We can't leave out the Super Bowl champions. Um, Eagles, they're good all around. When, when Carson Wentz is there, they are. When Carson oh. Wentz is healthy, they have one of the best offenses in the league. And then their defense, only getting better with Michael Bennett um, if he plays. But... You know, their defense is very good. Uh, you know, they showed it last season um, all over the place. Um, so the next question we have is if... Oh, yeah, I will say, I will say though, that it's either, for me, it's between the Eagles and the uh, Rams for best offense. Yeah, I would say so. And then also, you can't... Uh, no, I'm not going to disrespect the Patriots either. It's the Patriots. But that's... I, I don't... <clears throat> that's more of system, I yeah, would say. Yeah, talent-wise, no. Talent-wise, no. You put, you put those players on any other team, including Tom Brady. You know me, I'm a big Brady guy. You put them on any other team, I don't think they perform at the same level. You put you put them under Belichick, they're it's Bel- it's Belichick's offense. So. Yeah. So, but we get we got to throw them in there just for respect. Yeah. Um, next question we had sent in is if Vegas wins the title, will that be the greatest story in sports? I'll let you go on that. One. All right, I'm gonna say no because not because it won't be a great story. It'll be top five, top three all time for a first season winning the title. But I think others, like Miracle on Ice, which another hockey story, America beating the Russians, which, go America, who doesn't love America? Uh, I think Miracle on Ice trumps it. I think, uh, 
You got Boston, them winning it after the uh, Boston Marathon bombings a couple years. I think it was, was it 2000? It was, it was a couple years ago. But Boston winning it. You got uh, Houston, the Astros winning the World Series after the Hurricanes decimated the Southern United States. I think for every sports champion or major sports victory, there was something that went behind it. And I just think stuff like Miracle on Ice or um, – yeah, or like Houston Astros. Even though, like we said earlier, the shootings, unfortunately, that happened in Vegas last year. It was last year, right? Yeah, it was last year. Yeah. The shootings that happened in Vegas gave this team a drive. And if they win it all in their first season after that, it'll it'll definitely be top three all time. I don't know if it'll be the greatest of all time. Yeah. Um, I You can't say greatest because there's just too many yeah. great, great, great stories um, in sports. Why we all love sports. Um, but... This is one that I, I definitely think that I will remember for the rest of the time. Um, you know, it's their first season. These are a bunch of players. Now, yes, they, they these players have talent. And They're everyone, that's, that's everyone, everyone knew they had talent. But these are players that, you know, their teams didn't protect. Um, they left them out there. You know, they had a chip on their shoulder. Um, you know, they, they, they felt that. Um, then they went to Las Vegas, this team that no one expected to win. Um, <laughs> Vegas, you know, a place that I, should, that I yeah. should definitely have ice. Yeah, and then, you know, this stuff happens um, with these shootings there, um, which I think can't go unnoticed. Um, you know, these players, they had to come together real quick um, for their community, this new community that they took to. Um, and, you know, they kind of just, they won for that. And, you know, it's their first season, that happened, and now everyone in America is kind of looking at them like, like wow. Like, they, it's the, every, they've stolen everyone's hearts, including mine. Um, so this is one of the greatest stories. And I, and I think another reason that it make, what makes it so great is you look at other teams like the Capitals – Who's capital star? Ovechkin. Yeah. You look at Tampa Bay. Who is their star? Probably Vasilevsky, or you might be able to say Steven Stamkos. Yeah. But you can pick some stars. You look at Vegas, who's your number one player? They have a bunch of good players. They're a team. Yeah. And that's what I think really puts them above everyone else. Well, other teams can be like, oh, yeah, we have this guy. Oh, the Packers have Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Oh, so-and-so has this person. Vegas is just everyone's good and they're playing like a team yeah yeah I, I, everyone's good no one's great but they're great together exactly precisely I, yeah so that that's it's a it's one of the greatest sports stories um i'm not gonna say the greatest there's just too many to pick from um but it's one of the greatest sports stories. Yeah, definitely um so now we're gonna move on to shoes interview um so are you happy with the lions and their off season <sighs> Alright, am I happy with the Lions? No. Am I happy with the moves they're making? Yes. Hiring Matt Patricia. Great move. Great coach. Uh, our draft picks, we got Frank Ragnow in the first round, which I'm looking at his highlights, and I'm like, okay, kind of interesting. He's much more of a run blocker than a pass blocker. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at, I was looking at some of his highlights versus Alabama. His run blocking, he's pancaking dudes almost every other play. Yeah. Pass blocking, Stafford's got to scramble. That, it's, yeah, it's just yeah, yeah. a matter of fact. So I think that the mentality behind that pick is we definitely want to develop more of a run game, which can be evidenced by signing Garrett Blunt in the offseason, which I think was a great idea, seeing as how uh, the Patriots had him, and they won the Super Bowl, and then the Eagles had him, ah. and they won the Super Bowl, and now the Lions have him. So if we're looking at statistics, Lions Super Bowl 2019, calling it now. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Anyway, yeah, but no, no, no. I think signing Garrett Blunt, uh, switching over to trying trying to develop some heartbeat of a run game, which has been dead since Barry Sanders. Yeah, that's true. Um, I I am happy with what they're doing there, but am I happy with the current mediocre at best team? No. Playoff playoffs should be a standard bare minimum. I think for any team in the NFL. Yeah. And if we have to, if we're cel- if I'm have to celebrate by reaching the playoffs. 
I shouldn't I shouldn't be content. Yeah, that's true. Um, so your favorite prospect in the Lions draft class? Interesting. Uh, I like Carryon Johnson. Hopefully, it's not like an Amir Abdullah situation where he looked really good in college and then he gets to the NFL and is just hands the ball to the defense and then scampers over to the sideline because yeah. Amir Abdullah is straight garbage, and I hope Amir Abdullah hears this and improves his play. <laughs> uh, but I, I'm excited for Carryon Johnson. He looked good at Bama. Uh, I'm excited for Frank Ragnow. He seems like uh, just vicious, hardworking player from uh, Arkansas, which is a bizarre pick. But I, I like Frank Ragnow. And really, if we can develop or if we develop some run game and take some of the pressure off of Stafford, I think our offense jumps. At least, oh, it jumps, it jumps high. Yeah, I mean they haven't had a run game like you said since Barry Sanders really. <laughs> Come back, Barry. Uh, yeah. So then we're gonna move to a little college football for you. Uh, yeah, your thoughts on Shea Patterson um, and his transfer to Michigan? Uh, we okay. So as you as everyone knows, Michigan's QB situation has um. Been like the Lions run game. It's been like the Lions run game. It's been you could put you could you could throw a rock into the crowd and probably hit a better quarterback than the people we've had playing. Yeah. We haven't had a good quarterback since Jake Rudock, who is currently the backup to Stafford for the Lions. That's fine. And another Where did O'Corn go? Did uh, he go somewhere? Oh, yeah. He's also the backup to Jake Rudock for the Lions. Really? He went he went to the Lions? Yeah, so we have Stafford and then uh uh Jake Rudock. And then John O'Corn. And if John O'Corn ever sees the field, I'm burning all my Lions apparel because yeah, John O'Corn. he was the worst quarterback I've ever seen. I've asked, I've asked Ohio State fans, Michigan fans, Wisconsin fans, Alabama fans, and our friend Brian Leonard. And everyone concurs that he's the worst, he's quarterback. The worst quarterback we've ever seen. Now, Shea Patterson, obviously coming from that Ole Miss situation with all that scandal going on, which I think was a good idea by the NCAA to be like, yeah, you guys can go wherever you want. Yeah. You, should, you shouldn't be reduced to nothing because of your coach. Uh, so he picked Michigan, obviously one of the greatest universities on earth. So <laughs> keep going, keep going. <laughs> so he's uh he just got cleared after that whole fiasco with Ole Miss trying to block his transfer, which I thought was bizarre and uncalled for because I mean there was really no reason for it because he was he was gonna leave regardless. So I don't know why he tried to block his transfer. But I've seen I when he played at Ole Miss he looked good. He looked like a serviceable QB, which is what I wanted, and. If he plays at a level that he should, the Big Ten, Michigan has a shot at the playoffs. Realistically, they do. I, I like the move. Uh, Patterson's a good quarterback. He's good, but I don't. He's not like yeah top tier. But yeah. I, I like him. Yeah. Um. And then you're so we're gonna stay in that Michigan record prediction for this year. <sighs> Again, condi- everything I say is conditional. If Shea Patterson or whoever QB wins the that Jim Harbaugh thinks is the best. Uh, if they play at a good level, we maybe have a shot at the playoffs. Maybe. Hard maybe. So I'd say we lose one or two games, probably to Ohio State, just because it's Ohio State and we haven't beaten them in God knows how long. And maybe to uh, Wisconsin. Is it in Madison this year? Is yeah, it, it's in Madison. It's in Madison? Yeah. It's in Madison and it's against Wisconsin, so that's just going to be a stupid game. Which, I mean, the, the best game in recent memory was uh, that 14-7 game. Which was all defense the entire uh, game. That was that was such a typical Wisconsin Michigan game. Um, <laughs> no the, no quarterback play. No, no, just run the ball and defense. Run the ball that and defense. It. That was that was Big Ten style. But yeah, yeah, I think uh, if it's in Madison and we have decent uh, and we don't have a good QB, we're losing the game. If it's in Madison, and we have a decent QB. Maybe it'll we'll be win. a good game. It'll, it'll be, be a good game. 
Uh, but I don't think we beat Ohio State this year just because it's Ohio State and Michigan has just played absolute trash. Might be your year, though. What? Might be your year. I say that every year, and it, guess what? It's never my year. It's never our year. Um, but I think... Where's going to predictions? I think we drop... We drop at least one. I know that. We're not going on to... We're definitely not going on to feed not UCF. Uh... Who's the real national champion? Uh, but I think that if we do have a good QB, we'll have a shot at the playoffs. I'm not saying we'll make it, but we'll we'll be a contender. Okay. And I'm I'm, I'm asking you a question. Wisconsin record. What's your prediction? Twelve and zero, baby. That's right. incorrect. All right. Okay. That's... So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna end the show there. Twelve and zero, Wisconsin, baby. Um, thank you <laughs> no. to thank you to our sponsors, D's Home Cuts and A's Lawn Service. Um, give us five stars, review and subscribe. Um, follow us on Twitter at TNT Sports Talk 12. Um, uh, then you can watch us at 12 or listen to us 12 ounce, 12 to 1, I think tomorrow. Um, and then the grueling truth. Um, thank you to our guest, Shu. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you will always have you on, especially closer to college football season. Yes, sir. Um, and then have a great day. Um, you know, and tune in on t- Thursday, um, with a special guest, our cousin Spencer Ackerman. Um, he's a, um, pitcher for Baltimore University. Great sports fan, Cleveland guy. Um, you know, it, we've all grown up together, me, Travis, and him. So that's going to be a really interesting show. Um, so I hope you tune in and watch or listen to us on Thursday. Um, have a, like I said, have a great day um, and go Packers. One pride.